Welcome to Mental Loops. This show is all about learning to hack your brain in order to start dreaming bigger, programming your brain to work for you, not against, and to hear stories of others who have already done so. If we can imagine it in our minds, we can create it in our lives. I'm your host, Ariana Yahya. Let's begin. Hey, friends. So a couple of updates. Um, This week, I will be posting about a mastermind that I am going to be holding for you all. Um, It's going to be a small container for people who want to gain clarity on what their purpose is and how to reach their goals or even uh, people who don't have set goals yet, uh, but would like to do so, who would like to come up with what it is that they want out of their lives. And so I, my promise with this mastermind would be to have you walk away after four weeks really knowing what a major goal is in your life and the micro steps or the rocks to get there. And so um, it's going to be a community of like-minded people that are going to encourage each other and get coached and trained and uh, taught by me week in and week out for four weeks. Um, So if this is something you are interested in, please uh, let me know, DM me, contact me on any of the social media platforms. This will be a fast-paced mastermind, so I only am looking for people who are determined, who have committed to reaching a goal, and who have committed to wanting to change their brain so that they can reach these goals with help of others. Because you guys, you don't have to do it yourself. Um, There are so many people out there that are on the same page, and the best way to learn is through community, is through building a tribe, building a... um, a container where we can all be in this together. So love to hear from you. Um, and here is the next episode. So I am pumped to actually share this episode with you all. Chase was actually someone Jay and I met during our time at Yoga 6 when we were doing yoga there. And he stood out to us because I feel that he had this energy of love and unconditional sort of not knowing. And once I started following him on Instagram, I immediately knew this is someone I wanted to connect with and get him on my podcast. And was actually one of the first people I asked to be on the podcast. So Um, I'm really pumped about this because the episode actually turned out amazing and we share a lot of the common beliefs on mindset and what it means to be a free spirit. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. I hope that you get all the nuggets out of it. There are a lot of mantras that he shares because ironically, he is like the king of mantras. So he kept dropping them like bombs all throughout the podcast. So make sure that you have a pen pen and paper and you're able to really uh, dive into it. And we would love to hear from you. So if you enjoy this episode, repost the, um, the episode on your Instagram, on your Facebook and tag us and let us know what you thought. Um, all right. Have a great week, guys. Welcome to another Mental Loops. I'm extremely excited today because our guest today is an incredible person that is um, a yogi with a a thousand hours under his belt as a a yoga instructor, a trainer and nutrition uh, expert, really deeply focusing on naturopathic wellness. And what that means is something that he's going to explain to us in just a minute. Um, but like many extraordinary people, he has a powerful pain to purpose story and has allowed him to become passionate about helping others take control of their health and wellness through mindfulness. And of course, everything else that comes with body and mind and soul. So nutrition, weightlifting and yoga in his case. Um, He'll be sharing hopefully his story with us and what has inspired him to become a free spirit, which is a word that I truly uh, resonate with. And so when I saw that on his uh, on his website, that really resonated with me. I wanted to talk more about what it means to be a truly a free spirit in every sense of the word, because he lives it right now. Um, without further ado, Chase. Um, hey. This is your this is your moment. Yeah. Well, thank you for the introduction. And I'm very grateful, um, first and foremost, to think about like how we originally met. And, uh, you know, when I was back home in St. Louis, um, 
you know, the, the times that we connected um, with you and your husband, correct? Yes. And, um, you know, I just uh, vibed, right? We didn't say much, but when we worked together, um, it was really, really cool. So thanks for having me first and foremost. Um, but yeah, you know, I, um, labels um, are, are a thing that I am constantly um, building upon as far as a relationship with. So I really try my hardest to um, be careful with that and, and be reflective. Um, but unconditional loving awareness is where I come from. Um, but naturopathic wellness practitioner, um, coach, right. And the practitioner being the student and, and then sharing my experiences authentically as the coach, um, and helping people with gut work, gut health, blood work, um, and how those correlate to body composition, um, and the various exercises or modalities is, 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 a laundry list to say the least it started out you know more bodybuilding powerlifting um clientele but now that i'm a yoga instructor um movement culture is like a huge thing and just um not allowing um myself as the student um to um put boundary to you know to allow myself to uh, experience things that um that I might had not considered because of my ego. So, um, for example, the yoga practice, right? I was not looking for it, but a car accident in my life happened. And intuitively, I felt like it was going to be the best way to heal. Um, started out physical and of course the mental emotional and spiritual aspect of the self um, it just, you know what I mean? You, you, it ends up, uh, you end up learning about things again that you weren't um, considering. So, um, yeah. Yeah, most of everything's done online. Um, I'm starting to do events. Um, my first events this, uh, out here in Colorado, at least, is on the 25th of October. And, you know, um, you know, not just teaching in traditional ways like personal training or online coaching, but, but having these, um, these moments with people um, that aren't, you know, the typical uh, Monday through Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up that, you know, it's it's not just about the physical because for so many uh, people, they think that, you know, just showing up to to do the, the yoga practice and kind of compare themselves to maybe other people on the mat or, you know, just be able to do a pose. Um, and I, I do think that for myself uh, in the yoga world and my, in my yoga journey, I've learned that it's you and you know, yourself on the yoga mat, right? It's you competing against yourself. And um, tell us a little bit more about, about that. So like the, you know, from from your accident, um, in which if you want to go into that more, and yeah. then um, how how that has sort of helped you grow as a person on the mat. And in, in yeah, um, well, um, you know, time and the relationship with time and death, uh, those are things that um, I've reflected on um, for like many years to say the least, um, you know, I just wanted to feel better and, uh, I wasn't afraid to go do things. Um, I like, I'm beat at my own drum type of thing. Um, because I really wanted to heal because the car accident did, it, it was, uh, it was, uh, I had a conversation with myself, uh, shortly after it happened where I was like, man, uh, you need to look at life a little bit different. You might not know how to look at it quite yet, but like, this is crazy what just happened to you. Um, to give some context, because I think it is important. Um, I flew out of a car going 80 miles an hour on cruise control. My business partner at the time fell asleep at the wheel. And, um, you know, having a conversation uh, or a thought of like, oh man, it's, you're done, brother, you're done. Um, and then getting knocked out and waking up and being resuscitated and um, just, again, like a really, really scary um, situation, but it's been the biggest blessing of my life. Go figure, right? So um, the circumstance, you know, not identifying with circumstances, because I'll tell you what, it was December 22nd of 2012. So basically all of 2013 was a very, very tough year, uh, intro, you know, in internally. Um, I um, was working out and uh, I, my, I was exercising, exercising in ways 
and nourishing in ways that were very, you know, egotistical and, 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 and actually hurting me, um, you know, as a bodybuilder at the time, the six meals a day, I remember like, um, before I went to college, uh, I'd be staying up till two to three, three in the morning, just trying to get in the sixth meal. So there were a lot of things that I was doing prior to the car accident that I, that I felt was, uh, um, doing me more than just justice, but like getting me, you know, to, to the next level. Um, but you know, um, it was more of a power thing. And since the car accident, I've been more on that, that love spectrum of things and not necessarily having this preconceived agenda about what I need to be doing, uh, but more just doing what I know and feel to be right. So. Yeah, it's it that it, it's almost like the, the ego starts dissolving a little bit, knowing mm -hmm. that it's not just about us. Um, and I and I see you uh, talking more so about you know how being one with other people that you know. And I, I think we have similar similar beliefs when it comes to consciousness that you know it's like pieces of a puzzle, like we're all part of this greater thing called consciousness. And so how how those things change once the ego starts dissolving a little bit more when we do realize that, you know, I am you, you are me, I am my neighbor as well. So um, we're sort of kind of experiencing ourselves within this realm, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I uh, I have like a little list of mantras because I know you were like, which yeah. one? Like a couple months. <laughs> like, oh no, because my life is like based on mantra. But like yeah, to one to feed off of what you just said, you know, your perception of me is a reflection of you. Hmm. My reaction to you uh, is an awareness of me. And um, you know, like I think that people that are like stepping into the you know the spiritual world or understanding like energy and the and the law of thermodynamics and input output cause and effect whatever you want to call it um, you know you crack an egg for example you 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 put it on a skillet that's that's warm it's gonna it's gonna change the consistency right um, you can burn wood right it, it creates heat um, how do you how do you, you know, make certain gases and chemicals? Um, it, like vibration is, it, you know, how, how does how does when someone calls you from across the country, how does that, that happen? You know, frequency, energy. Um, yeah. You know. And, yeah, it's uh, the basics, right? The basics of science that you know it it's, it translates to humans as well. It's not yeah. something that's. Um, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta. You know, like, and then, you know, a mantra, it sounds cliche, I, I think I probably heard it before in my car accident, but it went out one year and out the other is, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm, and, yeah. you know, when you came out here, um, you know, the whole happiness is not a destination, another mantra, happiness is a choice. Um, and again, it's like, people will say that, but mm -hmm. people don't have the intellectual tool to break that down and make it um, tangible for themselves and make it apply to their personality, yeah. which is their personal reality, right? Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah. true. And, you know, and that kind of would take me into, you know, how do you make making decisions, right? Like making a decision, because we have a choice to make a decision every moment of our day. So like after your accident, you could have made a decision to go the other way, right? You could Oh have yeah, but I had, you know, suicidal thoughts, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I'll tell you one, and I'm sorry again for interrupting, I'm working on it. And <laughs> it's your I time. Do <laughs> I do want to say that like, um, you know, it made, I, I was having conversations shortly after I was out, cause like the, the, the injuries and all of that were very minute um, compared to like, to the circumstance like it's that's what really had me like shook more than anything was like how how much opportunity i still had um it was like an indirect way of being grateful because i definitely like gratitude was not my attitude back then i was very like scared and uh, shook and you know call it ptsd or whatever but you know i was uh just like man life is not what i thought it was you know, and, uh, you know, um, 
and there was so much to unpack within that statement. Um, you know, what you seek is seeking you type of mentality. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of things that I was seeking prior to the car accident, but I'm like, I could, I could care less. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the fear of what other people think, whereas, right, you know, like, you know, that was always something. Um, you know, here I was like feeling these, these like, you know, um, these, these certain um, thoughts from my intuition or feelings from my intuition, yet they were being completely like burned up and never given a chance to, 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 to grow and thrive because I was too concerned about what someone would have thought, my parents, my people that have no idea. So, yeah. Right. The, the idea of self-identity, you know, how we, you know, we, we act like who, you know, who we think other people think we are. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. Like I was not my own guru before my car accident, I think is the best way I could, I, I would, I knew I could say a lot more to that, but yeah, I mean, before my car accident, it, you know, the fear of death, the fear of what other people think, those are huge. If you can, if you can break through that, mm -hmm. you can break through major, it's, you know, like I like to say, it's like magic. It is magic. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I, I definitely always uh, think about things like that as magic because they are. Mm. Uh, well, good. So that that is sort of the background that you come from, the the story that sort of made you who are you who you are today. Now, tell tell us a little bit more about what you are an expert in right now. Like, what is it that you are killing it at in Colorado? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of good things going on. Well, yeah, I mean, I, um, as you know, the gut is a huge, um, so when it came to bodybuilding, you know, you're, you're trying to, uh, it's a very disciplined sport. Um, it's very misunderstood, uh, right. Where the mind goes, the body follows, right. It's, uh, it can be considered, it can be looked upon as very egotistical, but how I look at it is, you know, now is my physical represents how, you know, beautiful my my emotional mental stability is and, and and where i identify um you know i'm i'm going in there for peace love and joy um not judgment expectation and comparison and and you can apply that to any practice that's the thing um and many yogis who have an asana practice have gotten hurt many times because they're too open that you need you know that yin and yang as far as your relationship um, with exercise or your, your muscle tissue. So having that, you know, that's, I definitely, I'm very confident and, and related, you know, relaying that message more, um, that, you know, it, it doesn't matter about the muscle if you don't look and feel good, right? If you, if you can't put your arms over your head, yeah. um, you know, it, and then this gets into the mantras too much of anything is, is a bad thing. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, just, you know, relationship with food, um, food is my friend. There's no good food. There's no bad food. Um, it's fuel. Um, again, perception is reality. Um, processed food uh, more than likely won't have micronutrients, won't have bang for your buck nutrition, but it doesn't mean it's bad. You know, yeah. what I mean? we're going to hate on, I'm not going to ever hate on someone who can, who can make a, a, an awesome cookie, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, relationship with food and, and, and knowing that the food doesn't matter, even, you know, it doesn't matter what gut, um, or what, um, you know, trending, um, you know, diet plan you're on. If your gut isn't processing it, it doesn't matter. Um, and, and your brain is dependent on your gut. So another reason why I'm obsessed with the gut and, and yeah, you know, just making, um, you know, there's this mantra that like, that I, I'm very proud to have, uh, you know, put together for myself. Um, and that is if perception is rea reality, why not practice feeling peace, love and joy in everything that you do. So why I'm going to that, is um mantra you know i feel like um i love that yeah it's just it's it's i'm a mantra expert i don't want to call you it say that. it one more time for for my audience so they can write what? Down I'm a, the, I'm a, the perception oh, the, yeah if perception is reality yes 
you know, then might as well practice feeling peace, love, and joy in everything that you do. Yeah. Um, if then mantras are super powerful, you know, yeah. in, input output. I found right. If life is what you make it, then then make shit happen, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but again. Well, you know, Chase, how does, you know, that sounds all great. You're right. Yeah, you are right. You know, when the, you know, I'm sure anyone who's struggling, no matter how much they're struggling, could admit to that, but they don't have the self-belief to, to follow the standards of their goals. And that's typically a commitment thing. And then you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta stop identifying with the fact that you haven't been very committed to the standards of your goals. And then this is where you should probably pick low hanging fruit, right? And your work ethic builds your self esteem. And yeah, you know, you are the plan. You are the consistency of that yeah. plan. So it's like life is one day at a time. So, you, you know, look at your life and if there are practices or, you know, call them practices or call them habits, right? Call them conscious habits or conscious practices, I'm sorry, or subconscious habits you know, what's, what's serving you, uh, versus you serving it, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, and that's something that I feel like many of us encounter is that this, this idea of our self image that mm -hmm. has been set and that is like a thermostat. And I've been using this analogy a lot and you can speak to this too, but if it's set at 75 in the house and the door gets opened and the air goes out and gets cooler, we close the door back up. It's only going to get up to 75. And I, that's how I also look at our brain, right? Our subconscious, if it's programmed, mm -hmm. it's at a lower level. Um, unless we change that self-identity of how do we see ourselves in our mind deep down, we are not able to change our external reality in this case, right? Changing, you know, losing weight or getting fit. Claiming, claiming your response of who you, of who you are. You know, I am worthy of love, little things like that, like, right programming you know, your brain to believe yeah. that and uh there is a there is a guy who's very much changed my life i will find him one day and let him know this uh, his name is peter crone and he said a mantra that has just like changed me so much and that is uh don't ever um go looking to be perfect or you know go out you know i'll say it, i'll say it but let me find it let me find it. <laughs> but we uh, can, uh, you can send it. We can include no, no, it in the no, show notes. Here it is. Here it is. Please never become perfect. You will have no one to relate to. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just so powerful. It's like, you know, um, we're human beings. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you either, you either have this pity party in your most mental and emotional state or you identify with unconditional love and awareness and just be like, all right, I made the wrong decision, right? This was not the decision I was supposed to make. There's a lesson, right? And, and, and I've, people um, struggle with that, it seems like. Yeah, it, it's this, um, it's the, the oppressors that we have inside, right? I mean, mm -hmm. who doesn't have that oppressor that's like, oh, you, your piece of shit. What did you do? <laughs> and, and then subconsciously, right? Like, I mean, you can, you know, you know, talk on this as well, but it's like, it's not like we consciously say, oh, you're a bad person and you made a bad choice and, and now you're done, right? Like it's all, all of this is 95% of this is happening like so deep and down and so um, subtle, right? Yeah. It's just subtle. Yeah, they're, they're program. There is programs, you know what I mean? It's like, thought patterns, mental loops, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it, it, there it's, these are programs, um, you know, uh, but it's just like one of those things where like stop identifying with the programs, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And just pick, download a better program. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Something yeah. that, an, an, in, an, an input that you, that, that statistically others have shown that work you know emulate what you're inspired by you know what i mean it's like uh that's all i've ever done it, i triple down on studentship like a pirate and just take it all in yeah, yeah. And, and and then well chase you got to be careful because what if 
you know, this plant medicine isn't what they say. I'm just I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a joke. Was, Here it comes. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, do what you know and feel to be right. How about that? Right. If it, yeah. if it doesn't sit well with your intuition, then, you know, maybe not right now. Right. Maybe it's not the low hanging fruit for you right now. Um, yeah, but you know, and then I'm looking at another mantra, where you are is not who you are. Mm. Um, I like that one. Who you are is not, where you are is not who you, you are, are. is not who you are. Yeah, tell us more about that one. Like, yeah, I mean, again, it's just like, uh, well, you know, um, I, I had a client, um, I have a client and, you know, there are things that she's uh, going to be 57. And there are things that I'm bringing back that what happened in her twenties. And she's like, why, why does that matter? And I'm just like, well, it's gotten you to where you're currently at, like compound interest, whatever. And so again, where people like identify, you got it, you know, like you can rewrite your history just by accepting the lesson type of thing. Mm, yeah. And, uh, or, you know, I was bringing this up on my story on Instagram about like the movie Deja Vu. Like, you know, like uh, with Denzel Washington, um, you know, there's just, uh, yeah, it's super, it's again, call it, call it trippy or whatever, you know, the matrix, right. There's, there's these, there's these deep rooted understandings that, you know, most people won't, won't pick up on, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, I don't, I go, I can go back. To middle school to sixth grade to being labeled ADHD to being labeled of having a learning disability you know I didn't even bring that up I went to like a learning disabled school and uh, my parents just didn't know any better but man did it mess me up Mm. Uh, you know what I mean but like now like I'm so grateful because it's experience that I have that I can be like trust me man I can I can I can tell you like labels, labels suck and then that's where, you know, the self-belief, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you, you know, have like legitimate self-belief um, if you're, you're still identifying with things that happened 20 years yeah. ago, you know what I mean? Um, and we all know Western culture is starting to really be exposed as far as like these things matter. Yeah. Um, these are things that are not being taught in school, like, um, that affect your reality, <laughs> like period. Yeah. All you want about, you know, math and this or that, but like, yeah, yeah look, the look, look what's going on right now in this world. I, I expanded during COVID. I have, I've, this has best been the best year of my life. Same. Yeah. Been the best year of my life. And uh-huh. tell tell us how so. Like I know I I see this meaningful same. work, meaningful work. I'm doing nothing but meaningful work. I don't. I it's another mantra. It's like mantra, mantra, mantra. Um, when you're so saturated in meaningful work, the fear of the unknown has no chance in your in your day to day. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Like it's just like it's not like oh my god he's so right. No, it's it's not about me being right. It it is. It's facts. You don't have a plan that you believe in. That's mm-hmm. most people's problem. They do not have a plan that they believe in. So true. And yes, yes. <laughs> I could say it like yes a thousand times. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I love the idea of the free spirit, as I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what I also see is the struggle and in myself as well between spontaneity and being a free spirit and doing meaningful work every day and yet having that plan making a decision on like what you want to do and what you're all about because especially for people like like us right like we're very curious we're all like knowing that you're limitless that you are infinite sometimes gets you to a point where you're like well but how do I decide on one thing? Like, how do you decide you just want to deal with, you know, be a, be a teacher of that? And- yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the tangibility behind it, like, it's like, well, I got to make money, you know, I need to, I have kids, you know, yeah, like, right. you know, 
yeah, this is where it's like, okay, okay, sweet chase, you're 29, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I, you don't have any kids, man. How would you know? Well, I work with people that are a single mom with five kids. What are you talking, you know, I, I trust me. There's a reason why I don't have five kids because of that. You know, I'm just kidding. But like all the power to all the moms, but then that just lets you know if that's your current situation, that if you want to be the, the best mom that you want to be single or not, have a plan, man, have a calendar, like pull up the calendar. Like you are the plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, but Chase, I'm not type A. Well, you visualized it. You affirmed it. You said that this is what I'm going to meet with Sharon on Thursday because we're going to, we're just, it's going to happen. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I find the meaningful work. Right. If it's meaningful, you're going to you're going to you know, you're going to be bright as a light. Right. Your vibration, your frequency. Right. Your authentic self yeah. is going to shine. People are going to love it. And guess what? You can monetize from it. Yeah. People will support you. Yeah. And then for being authentic. Right. For being a free spirit. For sure. And allow, you know, once you have found that um, that meaningful work and but then to get to that point where you've decided to do the meaningful work. Right? Yeah. So you have to make that decision and you, I love that you are the plan. Mm -hmm. You are the one deciding and you are the one putting that on your calendar. You're putting that on your project management app or whatever. whatever. It, yeah. And we're, we're human beings. I can't tell you how many things have been on my calendar and I have still yet to consistently follow it. But I know deep down and feel that is right. Yeah. Like one of the big things is sleep. Huge. I, was I'm still am like like every day it's a it's a fight man I am more concerned with my sleep probably right now than anything else in my life I kid you not that sounds crazy but there's so no, much, not at all it's so much research because, about because another mantra a tree that is rooted laughs at storms how can you expect to wake up the next day enthusiastic about doing the work consciously if you are hormonally wrecked mm. Yeah. And if, that the all has first, if, if the very first thought is, here we go again, which is like, uh, uh, you know, going through the emotions, best of luck to your calendar. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then like, if sleep is so dang important, then aren't you, don't you want to be the first one to get it done? Mm. Right? Like, you know, like people are like, ah, oh, you chase, you don't, you know, you don't understand. I'm a night owl. I'm like, no, you're not a night owl. You're just completely unconscious about your million dollar home that has, a, you know, fake lighting. You're not wearing glasses. You, you don't, you know what I mean? Your mind's racing. You know, people struggle with going to bed because they're not at peace mm. mentally and emotionally. Yeah, the insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah. you get what I'm saying? It's like, that's because it restarts your game board. It, your, your sleep okay today all right wasn't the greatest attempt but i'm not gonna let it get into let it affect tomorrow mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna go to bed and i'm gonna try again better tomorrow and you know i mean there's nothing worse than having a home alone experience you know what i'm saying where you got to be dependent on an alarm clock yeah yeah to get you up you know, people are like, I don't know how you do it, man. 4 a.m.? I mean, dude, you should check out 4 a.m. 4 a.m. is sweet. It's quiet. Yeah, it's a whole different... Quiet. It's know. a whole other vibration, yeah. yeah and, it and really is. Just, you won't ever know how sick it is until you try it. Well, and, and also, you know, 4 a.m. sober versus... 4 a.m. drunk because I I know people that have been off work at 4 a.m. I've trained them. I've trained them. They went to bed at four or they worked the oh, night. Yeah. I got nurses yeah. who, who work with me. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, thank God you're single because at least your husband like won't be the issue of like you need to change your career. Like if that's an you know, because that stuff will matter, it will matter. Like I'm I know you came to me to change your body composition, but you're literally dying because of your mm -hmm. career. So you, I'm not, and if, if, if it's meaningful enough work, I don't want to change it, but you need to tell your lead or I'll tell your lead, you guys need to be on a, on some shift work. Like you need to like cycle. It needs to be a, a serious situation because here you are in the OR, you know, 
chopping some yeah. some dude's leg off. It's, it's <laughs> where are we going? Yeah, go yeah, it's like it's these. True. I mean, it's like deprived. Like if you don't get sleep, it's like being drunk. Uh, yeah, the enthusiasm, drunk. right? You're like your right. your highest self. It's like you know every yoga teacher who really cares. We don't want it to be cliche when we have a centering. Right? Hey, I'm giving you an attempt, an opportunity right here, right now to to show up as your highest self. Yeah. To show up. And I, and I can relate and think about some of my worst times when I showed up on my mat, the day my dad died. You know what I mean? I literally went to a class. Wow. The day my dad died. Yeah. Very, the very same day. Why? Because it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it actually makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. If you, if you know better, yeah. if you know better, it, it actually makes sense. I didn't say it wasn't right. Truth hurts. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, almost like um, dealing with it, like dealing with. What better way to deal with it? Better way. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, What better deal? Do you want to isolate yourself? No, I went with community, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Um, I normally don't get very emotional. And I opened up the door and go figure the, the woman who was there was the owner of the studio and she knew exactly what was going on. And then I did get emotional, but I'll tell you what, it, it shot a trajectory out of my life. I mean, how many people struggle with their parents passing away? Like, you know, I, 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 I empathize for sure, but I know something that, that they're, they don't fully understand yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, and then this gets into religion and spirituality, mm-hmm. but there's some things. And again, I'll hold space for anyone who believes things differently, but because if you know my spiritual story, it's insane. I have a, on my last name, Silverstein. It's got a Jewish kick to it, to say the least. You know, my stepdad or my dad was non-practicing. My mom was a non-practicing Christian. Um, but raised me and my brother initially Jewish because out of, even though my parents divorced, for my, my dad's dad, uh, my, my grandfather was like, this is what I will, he, he was, you know, he, um, I think was not from, he, he, he moved to the United States, I believe. It might've been his father, but it, it, regardless. And then I went to a Catholic school after I went to the learning disabled school. So here I was raised Jewish, but I went to a Catholic school because it was a, it was a, uh, a private school. It was a prestigious school. Yet that environment was very traumatic to say the least for me. Um, so that's just an, again, an example where, um, that trauma that I didn't identify with, it gave me the experience to be like, you know what? I ain't ever gonna believe in, you know, we can go Bob Marley here, but like love is unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You know, awareness is where is what actually is what is what it's all about. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you can root in that, a tree that is rooted, a tree that is rooted laughs at storms. If you can apply that mod rooted in what? Unconditional loving awareness, then your authentic self, your legitimate personality can can actually shine for once in your life. Yeah. Is is really where I is 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 why I teach. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's, that's incredible. I mean, I, I love the idea of the, the rooting or when you know deep down in every inch of your body and, and, and knowing that, you know, the connectedness to the external is, is just one, right? Like in the- How many people identify with whether, I mean, I mean, I, and again, we could go on and on and on, but how many people are identifying with just the victim stuff? Yeah. And, and and when you identify with victim, it robs you of the peace, love, and joy of the right here and right now. I've been a victim of a thousand things. Yeah. Like I, I countless things. Being a male yoga instructor in 2020. Mm. Really? Got it. It's got it. Yeah. I mean, I've been at a club, right? Been victimized, right? I've been. You know what I mean? It's, I don't identify with that though. I'm yeah. stronger because of it. I can be more, I can hold space for others who, who are working through it. 
but it is if you don't work through it it is robbing you of peace love and joy and they're here now so is it worth is it worth it or are you gonna finally just identify with unconditional love and awareness yeah we're, we're no matter what unconditional no matter what that means no matter what yeah 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 it's and like it's loving liberating. i know that you, i know you don't have kids um but it, for all the all the parents and my know, mom tells I, me <laughs> so something that i um the way that i use it is like when I look at my son, like it's unconditional love, right? Like no matter what, totally. it doesn't matter where we are or what it is. I'm always going to love him no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And that's, and that's really the, the type of love that I try to also bring to my clients as well is that, you know, no matter what I'm here, I, I, I love you and, you know, hold that space for them. Right. And to have that love for myself, Right, that's something that I've been working you can on. Give it to others. It's so easier you can, to give it to others. Right? Yeah, because and so people be like, you know, that sounds hilarious. You know, what I mean, people that are maybe triggered by some of the things that I've said. I mean, come on now, we're human beings, um, or you know, or it's just like two. They're they're we we are misunderstanding. Maybe we're misunderstanding each other, or it's just they're not at a place to receive what I'm saying. But it, it's just like one of those things where don't you want that? isn't that really what you want is that no matter what mm -hmm. no matter what isn't that what you want to feel for yourself because if you don't have it for yourself then you will pick and choose for everyone else when you want to express that mm -hmm. yeah. period period and what a sh what a what a shitty way to live <laughs> like yeah. What I, I want to want a little bit, you know, and that's why I was like, all right, you know, man, you, you can, and where did unconditional loving awareness come from? Ram Das. Um, you know, he's, he yeah. passed away. He actually passed away on December 22nd of seven years from my car accident. Um, and, uh, symbolically that that um how i took perceive that um is i needed to to learn from him more and i learned from him more than i he when he when he was alive mm -hmm. you know your you know like you know your teachers you don't have to go be you, you know we're doing what we're doing right now mm -hmm. not no i'm not next to you we're doing this through you know you can um when i after my car accident when I received my settlement money, I used that money and my parents were like, what's this kid doing? He should have like invested it in the stock market. Well, I, I did some of it, lost some good chunk of change. Um, but a lot of it I lived off of and I lived out in St. Charles um, and I wouldn't say I was out in the jungle, but I was definitely beaten at my own drum. Like I literally for three years, I almost went homeless with it, with this situation because my parents were like we're gonna let you know what you put yourself into but the universe had my back you know and tested me and it was all purpose it was all part i mean i literally when you when you go from getting a, a nice su settlement flying out of a car right um but you know three thousand dollars at least probably a month right you know um you can go quick oh, if you're yeah. not if you're not making any money but I bought back my time. I set up my game board mm -hmm. and it's gotten me where I am now. Right. Cause I went, I, I didn't, I wouldn't say I wasted, but I was going 22 years the wrong direction. Well, you got to take responsibility for all that time. And then this is where I got clients of mine who are like three months in. They're like, I don't, I'm not happy yet. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you're crushing it, you're killing it and you're not doing it correct fully correct like you're not doing it robotically like discipline correct trust me because i would because you would be you would be keeping and that's okay but you got to be real and then you know what's the, the best part the best part is when i pull up their what they're what they wanted for themselves themselves 12 months from now and they've already gotten there <laughs> yeah. that happens all happens all the time so then this gets into the whole you know, um you know, Western culture of, you know, um, I need a, a new, a, a new truck to be happy. 
you know, to be happy. Mm-hmm. Happiness is not a destination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, 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 and again, that comes across cliche many times, but you better, you better, you better soak on that a little bit more because a destination is, you know, in order to get this truck, I need to make this money. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. in order to, or I need to be married by 30. Yeah, all those milestones that. Oh my God. Speak of identity and, and, and values. If I'm not married by 30, that must mean I'm, something's wrong with me. I don't be, I'm not planning to get married anytime soon. I don't even know if that's going to ever happen. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. Right? I'm on a self-discovery mission. And I was, I wrote this, where is it at? Are you on a mission filled with meaningful work? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, it's because you you don't have a purpose yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in a, in a, in a nutshell, really, like um, my go-to, it's what my next, uh, my next um, event's going to be about as far as the seminar is concerned is just because I just feel like it's a, such an important um mantra right uh you know collective uh efficient uh, um calculated thought that freedom is a state of mind and you know when you understand that uh the way that i understand it the way that i've wrestled with it you know um i want my state of mind to to be conscious i want to be attentive i want to be aware of what i need to be aware of and uh, every bit of a reason why I'm just so fascinated with mantra, right? They, I don't take it too literal. And I think I mentioned this earlier. It's just like the average person seems to be thinking 50,000 thoughts a day. It's something that's been shared con- constantly. Um, but there's a lot. We're all just, we, we're, we're racing. We're having issues with sleep, um, right? We're, we're not breathing as well as we should be, Um and so, and it's very, obviously, as you know, it's very difficult to have a breathing practice throughout your day um, to bring you into that a state of awareness if you're constantly rushing your, your thoughts, right? So freedom is a, is a state of mind. And um, a lot of people look, look at freedom differently, right? More physical, you know what I mean? Prison versus out of prison or like that type of like physical. Yeah. But, but really like, you know, whether you're in a physical prison or you're, you're, you're a good citizen, but we have great people in this world, beautiful people in this world that are mentally and emotionally in a prison. So true. And, and they're locked in on antidepressants, right? They're on, And so they're choosing Western medicine over, breath work and 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 a yoga practice and a mantra practice you know um yeah yeah I was posting just the other day about like just the, you know I, I don't know if you saw it in my story of like the snake tongue yeah and just the words that I just don't think um I just don't think even with as much experience as we all have living that people truly understand that vibration and words matter and so if that's the case calculated thought mantra in other words is so important and if you can come from a mental and emotional state of peace love and joy like i mentioned earlier unconditional loving awareness if you can identify with that right you know your vibe right Mm -hmm. will will be that light will be that your highest self can't, you know, it's like your highest self is, you know, like, how do I get there? It, it's not like, it's not a, um, it's not an attachment thing. Like your highest self doesn't require attachment, you know, materialism. It requires a state of, of being, right? Yeah. No, I think I'm glad you brought that up that it's really not, not a destination. It's not like we ever truly just get there and then we're perfect, right? It's a constant sort of feedback loop of, of thoughts and, and things that we identify, we choose to attach to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that whole, you know, like the happiness is a choice, right? So what is happiness mm-hmm. to you? Like happiness to me is feeling good. 
and, and performing well and, and doing meaningful work and making someone's day and having the a capability of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, that's what makes me happy, you know, taking care, having a self-care practice, um, being able to go through a storm, all the storms that I've gone through since I've been out here and being like, Oh, I'm stronger because of it. Yeah. Um, that makes me happy um but it's a choice that like i'm giving myself that recognition of like damn you know you are doing the work man you are doing it you know and uh you know i think i mentioned this again earlier since the last time we spoke like like don't ever try to be perfect because you'll have no one to relate to so yeah Yeah. you know what are you trying to wait five years do it you know live it now yeah yeah this idea that happiness is just being in this stateful this blissful state of mind right like yeah um, it's just so so absurd because it really is the opposite of like learning how to be able to live with emotions that are not necessarily going to be to feel good right Mm -hmm. how do we how do we learn from those moments and 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 move through them um And and the more that you and the more that you do this yeah consistently right give yourself that unconditional love when you're having a low frequency response to something that you're unfamiliar with you're unfamiliar with it you know like so I'll say like you know like if you're new to class with me you know like act like it Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like I'm not trying to be come across like I'm just trying to come off direct like you know you've never taken a hot class with me and never taken a power class with me so God knows what's about to go down, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. um, as we, yeah. as we try to connect with one another, um, you know, as mm-hmm. the people that have come to my class for two years now, they understand my, my cues and they understand my, how I'm trying to connect with you. Yeah. And, 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 and it's just like, again, why does that, how does that pertain to what we just mentioned? It's like, this is a new situation, you know what I mean? And these poses are situations, right? And so what makes this a new situation, even though that you know child's pose or even though that you know downward dog is, yeah, but how many times have you been in a conversation that would have went well with some person, but then became an argument with another person? Yeah. Right. So what happens on the mat happens off the mat. And and can you, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I took that too far, but that's how I'm trying to, that's why practice is so important. I totally get that. I, um, personal story last weekend we were in a class and it was an instructor that holds us in in the poses for a very long time and and she's also very um like blunt and she will sort of kind of not yell at you but you know get a little bit aggravated if you kind of go too fast or whatnot and yeah yeah. having a conversation with jay and i said you know it's it's interesting because like you don't it's it's you know talking about like bringing what's happening on the mat to real life. I hear her voice and I'm angry at her, right? And I'm sitting here with this emotion of anger, almost like cussing her out in my head, right? And also uncomfortable pose, right? And then so how that translates into life is like, there are moments where I'm doing something, right? I'm doing this podcast, I'm doing something, I'm editing something, and I don't know how to do it. And I'm angry. And I might be Mm -hmm. sad because something happened Mm -hmm. this last weekend. Mm -hmm. But to learn that I can still do the task, and I can be sad at -hmm. the same time, right? So it's like, it means your brain every time that happens. So like this class and this instructor, even though on the surface level, I might have been like, oh, I don't like the class, right? I'm not going to do it it doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? It's showing up, even though you might not feel, you know, butterflies and happy because she has an amazing voice and it makes you feel good, right? Like it's- Right, dropping the judgment and expectation and comparison and replacing it with peace, love and joy. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, like no matter what, no matter what, be like, you know, like, and again, like, yeah, you have the right to feel the way that you did about like the connection with the teacher, like totally. There's some, you know, it's what's, what's your time worth? You would, wouldn't you rather connect with someone than not? Yeah, absolutely. So totally. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't get something out. Like my, my time is so meaningful to me 
that I'd be damned if I myself take me out of the practice that serves me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, you know, I look at cooking and, and active listening and, and driving without looking at my cell phone as, as a, as a practice that's just as important as any other practice, because that does matter. Like, you know what I mean? It does matter. I want my yoga practice on the mat to be good. Well, I need to nourish myself. And if I don't like what I'm cooking, well, then I'm not going to be receptive of the nutrients. You know, if I'm, you know, carelessly looking at my phone, I mean, come, come the F on. We all know like how horribly dangerous that can, that can be. So why would you put yourself in that situation? Situation. Yeah. Right. It's like pose a situation and we're all guilty of it. Yeah. We have a huge, we have a huge problem with technology right now. The, I mean, um, some of the phones that now have, I mean, as much as I used to talk crap on on technology, it's all how you utilize it. Mm -hmm. And there are these things now where you can put like a timestamp on like Instagram or on Facebook, where it's like, all I get is an hour. And you know, what's so scary is when that phone literally tells me I have five minutes left and it's yeah. not even noon. It's not even noon. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, but yeah. that's a practice. That's a practice. Like we have to have even now more than ever, we need to like, if, if there's one thing that I would like to say more than anything, if someone's taken me for what I'm saying, like legitimately and wants to consider what I have to say, like more than ever, it is so very important that you emulate what you're inspired by, that you respect the standards of your goals and that you consider things that have been like for thousands and thousands of years trusted upon. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter, you know, and like, uh, like, like breath is consciousness. So yeah, it's going to be tough. Like, I mean, I just listened to a podcast on just like how detrimental open mouth breathing is. Hmm. And um, just, Again, you know, like it just uh, more than ever, right? We have so many choices that we can now make, um, right? Like it wasn't but safely 40 years ago where like your world was your neighbor. Right. It, wa- it wasn't CNN. It wasn't like, and then and that's another thing coming back to that practice of like your world is just what's on your calendar. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you should, you know, and, and just focus on you. And if you can focus on you and your neighbor's focusing on him, then, then I think everything will, will get figured out. Um, yeah. I, I like that. You know, minding your, your own, minding your own business. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a God's business, their business and your business. And we should always yeah. Yeah. worry about our business. Yeah. And it's just like, and like, you know, if you're doing what you know and feel to be right, which one of those things for me is speaking from experience. As long as I can speak from experience and come from unconditional loving awareness, I don't care how misunderstood I, 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 I might be to people, you know what I mean? Um, because, you know, um, I, and I think I mentioned this um, earlier. Yeah, your perception of me is a reflection of you. My reaction to you is an awareness of me, mm-hmm. which has everything to do with the relationship that you are, the connection that you had with a yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it teaches us a lot about ourselves. We have these triggers, right? Of like, why, why did that trigger me? Why am I so angry? What does that mean yeah. about me? Yeah. And then I will repeat this because this one I'm really loving is do you really believe what you currently believe? Mm -hmm. And if it's yeah, and if you're like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty, you know, I everything is I don't think I'd change a thing. Well, then how is that working out for you? Yeah. What are the results you're creating with that belief? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if if everything's cool, calm, and collected, and and again, as long as you come from unconditional loving awareness, then you can manifest anything in a really nice, organic, loving way. Like yeah. it is, it is, it is beautiful thing to see my physique um, blossom the way that it has blossomed over the years, even though I know it's all temporary. You yeah. know what I mean? It is nice to make more money so that I can 
you know, be more, you know, philanthropic, philanthropic, anyway, um, yeah, you know, um, and, and give back, um, but yeah, again, knowing that this is all temporary, so, you know, you might as well, um, at least this lifetime it is, right? This, this time around, yeah. This time, this time around the sun, yeah. Great, um, well, thank you so much, um, for really oh, coming on and, and, and sharing your authentic truth. And I think Thank that you. what I appreciate most about you and your, um, in your energy is that you, you just, you don't hold back, right. You, and you speak from your own experiences and from the things that you believe, which I think gives all of us and should give all of us more credibility, right? Like this is speaking from my truth and what I know to be yeah. true is yeah. something that I think everybody should share, even though, you know, your truth and my truth and someone else's truth might not necessarily align on a surface level. I think mm-hmm. having these conversations about what we know deeply know to be true is what we need to do more of without judgment and coming from unconditional love. Um, yeah. and I, 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 can I say, can I say one more thing? Yeah. I had a real quick conversation and, and I'm going to apply like a situation that I was just in and then why it's so important of what you just said. And thank you so much for saying that. But this woman has started um, just a really beautiful thing for, for yoga teachers. And one of the things that she had mentioned was that, you know, that you see these yoga poses, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and someone who's, had, who's just like the typical, like, oh, maybe 40 years ago, I would have started that. But even like even more of why you need it now, knowing that you don't get the physical without the mental and emotional right. um, karma burning growth yeah. um, and, and, and resiliency. Um, but yet m- one of the biggest things that I, and so anyway, she was saying that like at, at Good Elephant, she doesn't necessarily prefer that, that we show these photos because it, it, it makes people not feel like they're ready for the studio setting. And so that's one of the things is, is, making, is making it more, um, um, inviting. And, but, but what I immediately said to her was, I hear you completely because my yoga is not normally on the mat. It's off the mat, right? I may be on my mat 30 minutes to an hour a day, but it's using what I do on the mat to take it off the mat. So to bring it full circle, I stood my ground and I said, I hear you completely like I want you to know like I'm not just saying that to make you feel good so now that I can say what I want to say but I said what's gotten me where I've gotten is because I've been inspired by those people like I have emulate what you're inspired by right follow the standards of your goals right and if you have unconditional love you can actually implement exactly what I said out the gate and you have to take ownership of what is. Mm. If you're identifying with the fact that you're 200 pounds overweight or that you should have started yoga 40 years ago, best of luck to you. Yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just like, don't identify with your circumstances. Yeah. Don't identify with those stupid, shitty labels. Yeah. Um, but what I did say to her is this is exactly why we all should be speaking our authentic truth. Yeah. Because everything that you're saying makes complete sense just as much as everything that I'm saying makes complete sense. But it's not my problem that people get triggered by how rooted I am and how forthcoming I am and how to the point I am. Because as long as I'm coming from unconditional love and coming from the heart and wanting, you know what I mean? It, my, my, all, all I'm doing is a sense of urgency. That's all that it is. So I guess that's what I would like to say more than anything, because it was a really beautiful experience where, where I wasn't trying to, because, because I could have misunderstood her. She's just simply saying in general, yoga is so important mm-hmm. and I wish more people would consider it. But one of the problems that we have is, is I mean, think about, think about the issues that you were dealing before yoga. And think about how, think about how difficult it was to deal with those problems. But now that you have a yoga practice and all the many tools within the practice, like how much more resilient you are. So I totally am empathetic and totally understand where she's coming from. 
Because I remember when I was in my first easy seated pose after spending 10 years lifting weights. And I was just yeah. like, what did I do to my, what did I do to myself? Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. this is where the, you know, this is where the lotus flower comes into play and yeah, the light me seeks the light in you. So, yeah. So yeah. We started, we all started there. You know, we all started at the place where it didn't make. And that's why you should respect the yeah. people that are, that have done the work. Absolutely. Legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. And so. respect your journey that you're about to have. Um, and 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 where where you are at right totally yeah totally so um yeah thank you for your time can you i will put all those mantras we have a ton of them in the show notes for people uh for most of them you'll have to listen to the whole they'll have to listen to the whole thing to get all of them that's like my new yeah (laughs) yeah all the mantras listen to the whole not what it could be if you just you know, connected with the person speaking, you know what I'm saying? It becomes so much more tangible to consider. Absolutely. Uh, you hear the stories and, um, and the context of what the mantras mean to you. A hundred percent. So, um, yeah, thank you for your time. So tell and, me, uh, tell us, um, where they can find you. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah, you can find me, uh, on IG, which is educate the number two elevate.me. And that's again, educate the number two, uh, elevate.me. And then that's the same for my website. And, um, you know, as far as like email or anything more personal, just, you know, send me a direct message or, um, you know, fill out uh, the contact section on the website. Um, and I am very much eager to, to partner with um, thriving free spirits, you know, um, and doing a number of different events across the country is like my number one agenda for 2021 um, and making them elevated, you know, um, helping people um, create lives for themselves that they don't have, they don't need to vacate from, you know what yeah, I mean? I like that. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Chase. You bet. Namaste. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave me a review. Also, if you are ready to get a coach, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, if you are ready to upgrade your mental loop, reach out to me on any of the social media channels or on my website for your free one-on-one session with me.